Oh, there we go. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Philly's Backstage. I'm Tom Burgoyne. I'm with my best pal, John Brazier. And, John, something feels a little different here. What? I'm trying to think. Something's a little different. First of all, we're outside. Second of all, uh, we have a live, a live audience. And, and also, there are people around here who are actually calling you Mr. Brazier. Yes. <laughs> so things, things are not right yes. in the world right now. But why don't you tell everybody all what's right. going on? Well, first of all, we, we did our first two years of shows in a small studio at the ballpark, right, with nobody around. And then we went to Chickies and Pete's, and we went to PJ Willihan's, and we had about, during the pandemic, we had, what, four people? Yeah. That's the four people we invited. And Rich, the bartender, came one time. And now we're taking on the road. We have over 100 people here at Manufacturers Golf and Country Club. And, Tom, you and I golfed today with the president, Jeff Denton. Yes. Right? And Peyton yeah. Miller and had a great time here. Uh, you took my money. Well, right? Uh, we won the Green Hornet Award. Yes. He's wearing it. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> All right. And I'm very excited because sitting in the middle of, of us is Joe Conklin, our good buddy. Uh, who is go we're going to get behind the scenes and find out how many country clubs Joe Conklin has been kicked out of. <laughs> Joe? Six. 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 Including this one? That I know of. Okay. Joe, it's great to have you here, man. I mean, really, we had uh, Angelo last month, right, John? And uh, so we're, we're going to have the whole morning, the whole morning team. But uh, by, oh, by the way, we had Angelo Cataldi on, right? Now, yeah. if Angelo had somebody on who had a faulty cell phone, right, and called in, it's breaking oh. up, what would he do? He'd be done. He'd hang up on him within five seconds. For, for 45 sure. minutes, he had a faulty cell phone while he's calling into our podcast. Yeah. Right? No, no respect. No, no respect. respect. Yeah. I didn't really think you guys had a show here. To be honest. <laughs> I thought well, this was just, if you want to call this a show. An open and all. It's really nice. <laughs> it's basically the whole premises, Joe. It's just if John and I were hanging out at the bar... These are the kind of conversations we'd be having. We're so. at the nicest country club within 50 <laughs> miles. It's just not a dirty tavern atmosphere. No, that's true. Yeah, you have to suspend disbelief, I guess. But, uh, Joe, I've always admired you. You know, you've carved out this niche kind of a, you know, you're the only guy who in, in, who really does what you do, I think. Do you know of anybody else in any other, especially major market, who uh, has carved out the kind of niche that you've carved out here in Philly? Do I know any guy? Well, Caliendo does sports stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but he's not associated with a local it, radio show. We can't get Chip Snapper yet. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something about Caliendo? So I guess you know, uh, you know I've him. I've met Frank a couple times. Yeah, nice guy. I got to tell you, when he first came into national prominence, I was yeah. mad. I was like, wait, that guy's stealing Joe Conklin stuff, you know? <laughs> but uh, but he's a good guy or what? Yeah, he seems like a nice guy. I met him a couple times. Um you know, it didn't start out this way. It was uh, it started out just trying to get a job. You know, we went to Temple and wanted to be. I wanted to be Harry Callis. You know, I wanted to get on the radio and do the Phillies and all that. And um, but I always did the impression. So wound up going into comedy and sports were my act. So it just was a natural. You know, it just. So when did you start like, doing impressions? Like when you were high school, yeah, little, or when no, you were middle kid, school, like four or five years old. Four Howard or Gosell. five. Come on, what? Howard, Howard Cosell? Cosell, right here, Monday night football. I would do it. Uh, they put me up at the at the company at Easter or uh, huh. you know whenever people were drinking. Uh, um, you know, over my grandmom's house and entertain my aunts and uncles and. You know, just throw me up in the corner and, you know, have people listen to me for a while. And then, then I'd be still talking. Everybody's walking around me. 
<laughs> you're still doing hours. I was going to say. I was getting heckled and losing the crowd at age six. Well, but your first paid gig was at seven, right? I read somewhere. Seriously. <laughs> that's true. Seven yes, years I, old I read now. it. There's an article on you in the Northeast Times. It yeah. said your first paid gig was at seven years old. I think my aunt might have gave me a dollar or something. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and you, well you lose your uh, amateur status at that point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you were know. one of seven. You went to Cardinal Doherty. Uh, but your dad uh, worked for SEPTA, but he was also a classically trained uh, vocalist, right? Singer, That's right? correct. He yeah. sang. He was a classically trained vocalist as a young uh, – as a boy. Mm. And he sang at fairs and stuff like that. And then uh, – uh, but he sang when, when I when I knew him. He sang at church, and he used to have a side job singing at funerals. Yeah, how about that, huh? Yeah, and uh, was he good? Yeah, he was outstanding. Yeah. Uh, What's the he word? Killed him. He killed him. Oh, the Lord, the sound of my call. <laughs> Be not afraid. I go before you always. Come, he was real morbid too. He was like an Alfred Hitchcock type, <laughs> yeah. scaring people. Funerals. That's right. Very sorry for your loss oh. today. Oh. Now his toothbrush was black. Oh, that's <laughs> really morbid. That's morbid. What's your when you're sitting around the the table? Because I really I feel like we're kindred spirits a little bit, Joe. You know, I was a little bit of a class clown Absolutely. myself. Believe it or not, I, I knew all this. Yeah. And I come from a. Big you got a better Dave Zink off than me. That's, no, it hurts, no, no. it hurts a little true. bit. But let's, let's hear that Dave Zink. No, we're not going there. We're Come not on. going there yet. Let's hear I'm on a roll. Uh, <laughs> but if you really want to, now you're six of starters. No, we're not going there. <laughs> Smoking is not, not permitted in the, the seating area. If you must. It me, the players, as well as your non-smoking neighbor. I don't smoke. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you, I, uh, did you uh, sign up for the Dave Zinkoff? Uh, I did. Sound- I did the I same lost. One. I lost, too. And I stayed there. I said, no, no, no. I, I got the best zinc here. It was John McAdams. He said, thank you. I'm like, no, no, dude. Thank you. Ah, yeah, you imitated It was a mess. It was like hundreds of people. So just to let everybody know. So at the Spectrum, <laughs> this is like mid-80s when the Sixers were at their peak. They had a Dave Zinkoff sound-alike contest, and anybody could get in. And, of course, you know, me and my brothers were, you know, yeah. we're going to this game. Tom, you got to, you know, get in here. So the line stretched down the concourse, yeah. and they gave you an index card, and you had to, you had to say the three lines. Yeah, that was stupid. And, well, so was we stupid. got better material than this. John, I got crushed because. <laughs> Uh, it was that's a three pointer, and Zink used to roll with ours. Yeah. And as soon as I saw this index card with that's it's a three pointer, it's wrong. It's wrong. He wouldn't say that. I bet you McAdams wrote them. Well, yeah, I was He's so dead depressed. Now. My father sang his <laughs> funeral, so I feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, John. By the way, Joe, did you know that Tom Burgoyne has an assist? In the oh, NBA. Don't go there. You've already told the story, John. Oh, we can tell one more time. No, it's a no, new audience no. here. It was way back when, who was the uh, Boston College um, Dana point Barris. guard? Dana Barris. It was, nobody was in the crowd. There was literally about 2,000 people. Scored like 50 points one day? Maybe, but not this game. So the, the Sixers are, again, 2,000 people. You could hear a pin drop. Tom had a couple uh, adult beverages in his system, and it's towards the very end, like That's 30 rare. seconds left. Sixers down by a point. Dana Barris is dribbling up the ball, dribbling up, dribbling up the court. All of a sudden, he's just about to make a blind pass, and we can see that somebody is sneaking up to steal that blind pass. And Tom Burgoyne in an empty stadium yells, "No!" <laughs> and Dana Barris goes like this and pulls it back. Wow! The guy goes forward. The other guy cuts in. Dana Barris sends it to him. Game-winning basket. Wow. I got wow. the assist. Going, I got the assist. Nice. All right. Yes. Nice. John, John, this is You the had top. to stop the show for that? <laughs> I we was going to say, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> this is the Joe, Joe Conklin's our guest. And, 
And Joe, I was gonna, I was on a roll. I wanted to know about your dinner table. So you're sitting at dinner. You have six brothers and sisters. Your dad, you know, uh, probably had a good sense of humor. But were you all trying to crack each other up? And would you throw, you know, at, yeah? What yeah. would you like at the it dinner table? It was tough. Yeah. yeah, it was tough to get stage time. My time, <laughs> it was. And when you, I was on the, I was the sixth of seven. So uh, if you had to, if you brought something to the table, it had to be good, or else it'd be, it, it would really. It would get quiet, and somebody would say, "Is that it?" Just like I said, <laughs> right. just like I said, the right. <laughs> Peggy Lee. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a lot of competition. Everybody was trying to be funny. I I thought everybody grew up like this. I guess not, huh? I mean, my father did impressions. He imitated Bishop Graham. The, the bishop would call the house to to tell the. Jim, we have a funeral Wednesday at 9, and there's another at 10.30. My dad be imitating the bishop and Alfred Hitchcock and a couple other voices. So, And my sister actually did voices. My sister Joan was in the plays yeah. at Doherty. She did different voices. So I, I kind of thought it was normal, and I was just growing it. Growing it, I had to keep up, yeah. All right, so you get out of Temple, and your first radio job is CAU, right? Well, I actually switched uh, in um, – and uh, when I graduated from Doherty, I, I went to Temple. I remember Mr. Letty. He was a nice guy. He, uh, you know, t- Temple, you could get into the school pretty easily. I wouldn't be able to get in there now, I don't think. And uh, I said, you know, to what kind of SAT scores? I remember saying, well, well, Temple likes to see 900. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could get 900. I think I, that was what I got was 900, which is like a C plus or yeah. something. I was right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you know, I wanted to be uh, a broadcaster. So, and Temple was a really good school, still yeah. is, and it was then. It was one of the number ones. Uh, it was like the top school in the country, luckily, uh, and one that I could commute to and and pay only about six hundred dollars to uh, to Perfect. go there. It was great at the time because uh, we didn't have any money. Mary. Anyway, uh, so it's a wonderful life. <laughs> so. Um, halfway through school, or actually, one of my uh, a part-time job, we got a summer job. I started selling pots and pans and fine china for the American Futures Cookware Systems. <laughs> and I went to Bermuda twice. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, Is that door to door? That's a pretty. Now it's like qualified leads. You work out of the yearbook. You try oh. to hit. Uh, you target. Uh, uh, females who uh, went on to work rather than to college because they got some money to spend and they're actually thinking more like they okay. get married sooner. Were you doing voices when you call, made these cold yeah, calls? I, I, did, I mixed them in here and again, you know. But uh, <laughs> no, for, but somehow I was successful with the sales and then I, uh, something happened at Temple where pe- pe- somebody got to me and said, you know, the money in radio is more in, in, in sales than on air. So I started taking some sales courses. I got an internship in sales, still, still doing you know the voices, not doing comedy yet. But uh, and then I, I, when I graduated, I got a, I got a job at the a Trenton radio station in sales. Mm-hmm. So it turned out to be the greatest thing that ever happened to me because that was my way in the door. I got, uh, I met a guy who I worked with in sales out there, Dave Dobler. Uh, I, I left sales at about six months uh, because I just wasn't into it. I wanted to be behind the mic as opposed to selling. And he uh, went on to a station in Philadelphia, WCAU AM 1210, of course. And um, he said, he calls me a few months later. He goes, yo, you want to hook up for happy hour? I said, sure. He said, out on City Line Avenue Fridays. You know where that is, Friday. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> so, no, Alan knows where so, it is. So uh, I used to. They threw me out of there. Y'all believe that? Uh, <laughs> so we met at Fridays, and he's it's me, 
Dave Dobler and Brian Check, who was in sales on the other end, on the FM, he said, you know, uh, he used to cue me up for voices. I, I think I hear uh, Tennessee Tuxedo. That's right, Chumley. That's Tennessee Tuxedo. <laughs> so he's cueing me up. And, and you, wait, voices. Out, you were in sales? I mean, <laughs> I how could they have just I put know. a microphone right in front of Joe? Right. You know, and suit, but go ahead. I was in sales. Oh, and, uh, um, so uh, it was competitive. Maybe that was it. It was, uh, it was. We were flooded down there at the radio station with uh, you know Rich Lerner and uh, – uh, guys like uh, uh, Mark, uh, what the hell, P- Piccolo, not Piccolo, P- Pickford or something like that. Anyway, there was a lot of guys that were all over it. I don't, I don't know, maybe I get a little, I don't know. I, I was carrying, I was a dual major in the same major at the same time. I was in sales and broadcast. Anyway, so uh, he, he says the, the new morning guy is looking for a guy that does voices. Uh, so that night I went home and made a cassette tape and sent it out there. And they brought me in the next week, and they, they said, you did pretty good today. Come back tomorrow. And it was like that day. So what did you put on that day. cassette tape? What were some of the impressions? Uh, Wilson Good. Hello, indeed a fact. Hello, WWW Wilson Good. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, are you kidding me? I'll tell you no respect at all. This is my old act. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. Foghorn Leghorn. Curly. I say, you 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 as sharp as a bowling. Now, what if he was having an argument with Charlie Manuel? <laughs> Foghorn, Leghorn. Having an argument with Charlie Manuel. <laughs> you know, like, uh, we, 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 you know, like, I don't watch cartoons. You, you, I, I think, you know, like, I think I'm going to take your picture. You, 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 you ain't going to take my picture out. I say, I say, I say, I'm going to go with the left-hander. Is he going to go with Cole Hamels? Which one of you is my manager? I'm getting really confused here. <laughs> Yeah. And then so Gabe, anyway. Gabe Kapler is going to take him out. Ah. You know, you guys really smell nice tonight. Uh. I, I, I really, we present you, well. We present very a, well, uh, especially when we're wearing our blazers. And the scented candle there. What's that? <laughs> is that candle? <laughs> <coughs> well, now, now I got to ask you, though, because uh, you, you got into WIP and Jody Mack, you know, Jody McDonald, uh, who was, I guess he had come down from New York, right? From the fan. And, yep. uh, from the fan and then was. A, well, he a got person. he was full time there uh, at during WIP. the middays. At, yeah, middays. And like, uh, how did he? Because he really was bringing you in, kind of uh, just on a whim. It seemed like I don't know if you were full time with WIP at that point. He but, put uh, me on weekly every yeah. Thursday at two o'clock. How'd that I, come about? This came about like this. I I, I had a, uh, I sent a tape out because when WIP came on the air, I was already doing comedy for about four or five years, and my act was all sports because that's what I grew up with, and that's they were my voices. I, Harry Callis and you know, everything. Bernie. And, uh, so I said, this is, I got to get a job here. So I said, yeah. I sent a tape out to the uh, program director, a real nice guy by the name of Tom Bigby. Uh, come see me when you're through. I need to talk to you. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Tom Bigby. And you're, and you're being sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> Tom was Tom one of the Big- tougher ones in the business. Yeah, Tom was, uh, <clears throat> anyway, uh, he just died. I think my dad sang his funeral. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> Tom Bigby actually is another side story. Cindy Webster <laughs> calls me and said, they're going to do a tribute Zoom to Tom Bigby on Zoom. Are you? I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, he tried to uh, fire me uh, about four Four or five times. Four anyway, or five hundred times. Uh, yeah. Um, so I send the tape to Big B. I get no reaction. I send the tape to the morning show producer. I forget his name. Heard nothing back. I also sent it to – I remember sending it to – I sent it to Cataldi and didn't hear anything back. It was Cataldi in Brookshire. Yeah. Uh, and somehow the tape's sitting around – a couple months go by. At least two, three months go by. 
And Joe Wechter, the afternoon producer, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's inches from the trash can at this point. He just, he, he throws it in and hears it. And here's Harry Callis. I used to do this Harry and Whitey uh, routine where, you know, just real slow. I said, hello again, Whitey. Uh, we got to say happy birthday out there to Dolores DePixi at the, and she's in Abseekin, New Jersey. Good place to get gas, Abseekin. <laughs> Your Richie kind of sounds like Mike Quick a little bit. <laughs> oh, Mike Quick sounds like this. He's a black man. He's very fast. Richie's fast too, but I'm a lot taller. All right, Mike. <laughs> so it was a, it was a, <clears throat> it was a good place to get gas uh, or Abseek and good place to get. And then hard to believe, Harry. Yep. And then that was it. <laughs> that and, was it. <laughs> uh, and then Wilson Good was on there and a couple other people and. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Wechter played it for Jody and Jody liked it. And Jody asked Bigby to get me on and Bigby said no. And so a couple of weeks more go by and uh, actually we got delayed by a week because of the Gulf uh, war. It was, uh, it was the, when Bush number one was president, we invaded, uh, I don't know, Kuwait, Kuwait, no, sad, Saddam went into Kuwait. We took over. Uh, not <laughs> we, we, had a, that. we had a reaction to Saddam <laughs> going into Kuwait, little country, about the size of Juniata. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, that went down on the on the week I was supposed to go on, and Jody Max said, eh, you got a war going on, I don't think they're going to let me go in the comic. I better be next week, next week, next week. So we went on next week. So anyway, he said, uh, you know, Big B wasn't uh, letting him. I said, screw it, I'm going to go without nice. it. So, I, he put me on. I started doing it for a little while, and uh, <clears throat> I said something uh, probably a little out of line. This, I'm on the phone as a caller, basically. I did, I, bid, uh, I did 10 minutes every week. It was tough to write uh, 10 new minutes. I did three or four voices, and Big B calls me at home. You know, I think this thing has run its course. Really? <laughs> really? I <laughs> love when you were on Jody Mac. Right, I, yes, I exactly I mean, right. You know. yeah. So ah. Jody went to bat for me, and, uh, you know, I, I stayed – and it wasn't until the Phillies went to the World Series in 93, we did a bit um, when, uh, I don't know what the situation was, but the Blue Jays had to hotel. The, the hotel wasn't about, they sent them yes. out to West Country, into the Marriott. Right. Yeah. So they yeah. kind of out of town. And I did a song about it. Uh, it was called Yo Canada. Yo Canada, you, there's no room for you here. You got to, I don't know, I forget what the song was, but I did that <laughs> and they played it on the morning show. They took it off the air. And um, so Angelo's like, well, let's, let's just get this guy in here, you know. And um, so they brought me in uh, like once or twice, and then they wanted me more. Uh, but Morgani would always think of the ideas. <laughs> he still does today. Yeah, he yeah. thinks of the and best. We- and because, Wecker. Because Angelo won't – well, he knows how to read Angelo. Uh, I come up with stuff. It's like, ah, nah, not hearing it, not hearing it. <laughs> Al Al scratches still to this day. Al's got to think of the bits, and then he he's, he's brilliant like that. And how how nervous does Angelo get? Because I know you guys prepare stuff, and I know you're not allowed to improvise because. <laughs> well, it all changed about um, 15 years ago. Gradually, uh, CBS was um, paid a big price with the Janet Jackson incident at the Super Bowl. Right. And then there was a series of things with Howard Stern. And then all the air people had to, anybody that's doing comedy, had to slowly get scripted. First, uh, uh, an edict came down. You can no longer say this. There's nothing this. There's no ethnic. There's We can't do this, this, this. Then it was, 
we <laughs> we did an incident with Angela complaining about the high price of gas. This is horrible. And uh, <laughs> we had a guy at the gas station. You can just imagine what he sounds like. And um, so after that, I couldn't do – every script had to be approved by somebody on uh, like Angelo or – Angela didn't feel like doing it after a while. He kept pushing it off to somebody. So Al does it now. I'm I'm blown away by Angelo's. Uh, of course, he's smart, and the way he runs a, the show, it's it's really incredible. Um, but they play off each other really well. They play off each other, uh, but also his sense of humor. Like, uh, do you guys? Uh, I mean, it's 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 really sharp. like he knows how to make people laugh. I think you know, uh, he has great. the I timing. Mean, he, he's and, the boss. Right? He's the not. He's the uh, the alpha there. You know. Yeah. So it's his show, and he. Uh, you know, to his credit, he makes it his show. When you're when it's your show, you gotta make it your show. And then he, you follow his lead, and everybody else plays off him. It's like when he's not there, you know it. You can't even f- switch the roles around. It's just a totally different show. Yeah. That's how you know how good somebody or a show is, is when you take him out of there. Everybody's like, oh, what do we do? Our, yeah. our leader's gone. Uh, but now Angie's, um, he's he, you know he's brilliant. He's like. The smartest guy in in town, and uh, he is quick. Somehow he got to embrace his geekiness, and he he's great at self deprecation. He makes himself vulnerable and the pit, uh, the butt of the joke all the time, and uh, and he over prepares. He wants you to load up. What are you giving me? What am I getting out of you? You know whether he goes to it or not. He you know. So that's how that's how he has that four hour show moving so so well. Yeah. All right, so let's tell the story. There's down at spring training. Usually the whole morning show comes down. Uh, Rhea, Angelo, uh, Al, Joe Wechter, Joe Conklin. So one year for some reason Angelo and the whole show didn't want to come down. So it was, but Joe wanted to come down. So it was just Joe's going to do the show from the ballpark. <laughs> Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. That's why you were by yourself. No, I was never by myself. It was because that's why you had to do Chip Snapper back to you? the back to the show. This is the John Timberlake one. How was that justified? Oh, <laughs> yeah. This okay. is the whole show was back in Philadelphia. Okay. So they sent Joe down, which was great. So I meet Joe like at six in the morning, and remember we had to go to the copier and you had to get all your dim, you know, your your jokes yeah, and everything. I'm not paying in the answer. So all of a sudden, we uh, Joe says I have to go to the bathroom. And it's going to take a while. So I said, all right. Well, nobody's here. It's 7 in the morning, right? It's a pit. It's, it's dark. The office is closed. So Joe goes to the bathroom. Well, all of a sudden, like two minutes later, the paper gets delivered. USA Today comes under the door. So I grab the paper. I said, huh, maybe Joe, if he's going to be there a while, he might want the sports page. So I go into the bathroom with the sports page. Our general manager is a guy named John Timberlake. John Timberlake's nephew is Justin Timberlake. That's another story in wow. itself. So John Timberlake is, this is at, uh, of the affiliate of the Thrashers. Of the Thrashers, he's yeah. the general manager of the Thrashers. So John is at the sink, wash his hands. He did not see. He came in after Joe. So Joe's in the, he doesn't even know somebody's in the <laughs> stall. So John's at the uh, wash his hands. I come in with the sports page. I go right past John. Don't say anything. And I slide the sports page right underneath the bathroom door. So John Timberlake says, "Brazier, I hope you know who's, who, who that is." And I looked at him and said, "Know who it is." Charles Barkley's in there. And then... And Conklin, it was a great bit. It was and then like Conklin, the, uh, Conklin, he can't see him because he's in the stall. Yeah. And Conklin says... Hey, man, any knucklehead knows I read the business section before the sports section. <laughs> so, so John Timberlake's looking at me saying, oh, my God, how did I miss Charles Barkley? And I said, I said, it's actually not Charles Barkley. It's Alan Iverson. 
Like, what's up, y'all? I could use a little bit over here, a little help if you like maybe three, four thousand dollars if you have it. And I said, actually, it's not Allen Iverson; it's Regis Philbin. My goodness, what is going on? I died three years ago. What happened? <laughs> I said, actually, it's not Regis Philbin; it's George Bailey. Well, wait a minute, <laughs> George. Bailey. Why did you say Kelly Ripper? Kelly <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, we ran Bailey, out of steam. Right? After, uh, no, I, we did like five or six. Of them. Ah, we did. We did three. And I mean, he, the guy's not gonna take. He's, he's at the sink and he's dying. And then we get out of the. He's still in the bathroom. And John comes out. He's like, "Who is in there?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a tape recorder. That uh, yeah, was fun. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're just fun to take to parties. And you know, John. You know, if, if you could just, you know, hang with John, John would certainly make good use of you. Well, sh- should we go right to the other one too? The other bathroom story? <laughs> sure, why not? Hey, John and Joe spent a lot of time in bathrooms uh, together. No, no, well, no. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I guess no, we did. No, the uh, the the Clearwater is, is a party. I mean, when you go yeah, down there, it's a nightclub. It's like, yeah. uh, come on. I mean. That's a, a, it. Everybody is. wants to get the gig down there. You awesome. know, we're going to spend a week down. The, 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 the bad part with us, we're up at five in the morning, go right. on our way to the ballpark. So, um, you know, I guess it was one night we went to Shepherd's. We had to have been out. I don't know if we had to go up in that day. We were out kind of late, whatever. We're at Shepherd's, nice nightclub. It's karaoke night. And, uh, People are singing karaoke, and there's this fat guy up there, and he's uh, he's singing. I forget what song he had, and he's dancing and everything, man, and he's belting it out. And we're just kind of hey, pretty funny guy, you know. So I go into the bathroom, and uh, he rolls in after me, and I, he's, we're at the urinal, you know. And he says, <laughs> uh, he pulls up next to me. I said, oh, hey, great job out there, man. You did a good job singing out there. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. Why didn't I see you out there? I said, because I was in here getting phone numbers. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm in the stall because when I came into the bathroom, there was two people already using the urinal. Yeah, so I'm the, he doesn't know I'm in the stall. That guy, Lee, goes, whatever, dude. And he leaves. And I'm in the stall, and I start laughing. And he goes, Brazier? <laughs> I was doing it for my own entertainment. <laughs> He's doing it for his own entertainment. Unbelievable. I've, I've never been in a bathroom with you, Joe. I think I'm going to have to try that out. But I got an opening. <laughs> <laughs> What do you what do you like doing? You mentioned your stand up. You've been doing stand up for a long time. What do you like doing better, stand up or preparing bits for the radio? Mm, that's interesting. Um, well, I'll I'll always do the live stuff. You know, it's nothing like walking into some place and being able to perform or just perform. And not that I love do not having to do it. You like to do it when you want to do it. I love show, you know shows are great. But the bits are great too. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't. I, it's, it's a different animal. But it's. Uh, I'll tell you when I don't have either one. <laughs> I'll tell you which one I miss more. I got a. Uh, I got a, a, a chance to see Joe in action in his uh, studio, and I don't know. You still have that studio in Jersey, uh, like off of Seventy oh, yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, so years ago, you might remember this. We had a uh, the song. What does the fox say? was really popular, so we decided to do a little spoof, What Does the Fanatic Say? And we made this whole video. It was a big production. And uh, we had uh, a guy who worked for the Phillies who was uh, another kind of a best friend of the Philly fanatic, Matt Mailer, uh, wild and crazy Matt. Uh, he, was, he was the guy who put on this, like, crazy uh, kind of fanatic outfit, but, you know, and, and we spoofed the, the video, What Does the Fox Say? But we needed a voice. We needed, you know, uh, somebody to sing it. So Joe wound up being the guy who sang, you know, who sang it, which a couple things. First of all, it was just really cool 
to go to your studio and see how you piece that all together. I was I was a fly on the wall, and it was really cool. Yeah, it, the, well, the produ- the producer. The yeah. way they, you know, he, he yeah. Well, said, you're singing. First of all, I didn't. You know, you do have a great voice. Like you're you singing. Tell by you his know. father's funeral. Yeah, your yeah. father. You can do funerals. But uh, <laughs> it was really cool to see how you guys piece that all together. Yeah. You know? Well, it is fun. Um, we got a great producer, uh, Rob Federici. He's, um, you know, he does that software and he, you know, makes you sound good and you, you, you always do the pickup. Uh, just to, I got to sing the whole thing. No, just that one word is fine. You know, and it, yeah. put, it makes it, yeah, it's, it's, and just it's the amazing. way you work the electronics. It's amazing how far we've come with that because we yeah. were in going to reel to reel when and I first then started. Cart, then it went to carts. Oh, carts. yeah, carts and reels and. Uh, you know, you know, you had to whole, sing the whole song in one take if you, you know, yeah. to get it, and, and to get the, you know, the, uh, to be able to pop a, a line in there is just totally different. Yeah, it was so. awesome, and it was funny because everybody thought Matt was singing, and uh, you know, they were like, "Boy, that was a great video." Matt really has a great <laughs> voice, yeah. and right. Matt was literally just lip syncing your voice. That you guy's kind of, who's the bigger guy, right? Taller? Yes, yes. Yeah. He's yeah. he's a fake umpire. He's a oh, fake he's Mets fan. Funny, man. <laughs> he's funny. Uh, he he's he's basically a fanatic foil. Matt, yeah, Matt was, is outstanding. Is he in jail now? Yeah, he's in jail. Yeah, we visit him uh, once so a week. So speaking of jail, you have you've done a lot of uh, athletes. You've done. Every athlete in town, basically. And you probably pissed off every athlete in town. You probably pissed off every general manager that you could do. You probably pissed off every coach. What <laughs> Have you ever had a confrontation with somebody that, that doesn't like their, your impression of them? Well, the, the only time I normally see uh, the subjects is what I call them. My subject matter. Sports writer's banquet. <laughs> is the sports writer's yeah. banquet. Yeah. And there's usually a lot of people there. Yes. So they can't come uh, or over the table and approach me and <laughs> strangle me. But that is like my Super Bowl when I get to imitate them right in front of them, which is great. But uh, the only guy that was really uh, – there was a couple guys. Ricky Waters, uh, I think he still uh, wants a piece of me, actually. Right. For who, for well, what? because you say for who, who, for what, right, uh, which is his – But, hey, I got my two girls. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't even say that one anymore. <laughs> wow. Have you ever done Joel Embiid in front of Joel Embiid? Uh, oh, I don't know. Uh, he's so tall. I don't know if he can see me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I have not – Met him yet? No. <laughs> no, no, serious. No. Oh, Bill Berger used to get pissed. Cause you make me sound like a ma- a little munchkin, and I'm a big fella. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, and when he shakes my hand. He squeezes it off like he strength. He gives me a like a hug, and he rips my neck. Oh. I'll get you, you little sucker. <laughs> How's this for a, a big fella? How <laughs> about uh, Bernie? Bernie. Oh, Bernie's the best. He's the greatest. Please, please, don't touch my wife this time, Joe. Please, she's a very nice girl from Italy. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, Dick Vermeil had a hard time with it. Now, I've, really, I, I, Dick's a great guy, but he's intense, man. Yeah. He's the most intense guy I've ever seen in in sports in this town. And I saw him last uh, last year at a banquet, um, and we were just joking and laughing. He's 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 awesome. But when I met. Uh, I started doing him when he got uh, when he tried to get the Eagles job, and Lurie. There was a whole thing where he got rejected, and he got. He said he was like, you know, Jeffrey Lurie lied to me on three different occasions. Okay, <laughs> and start crying. I'm not gonna get. Oh, you get. I get a little emotional. Time. <laughs> I said to myself, I'm not gonna get down on my freaking knees and beg Jeffrey Lurie to coach his football team. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, we did the Maxwell Club banquet. 
And um, about six months later, I, 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 we were both in tuxedos. We were being seated behind the thing, and then we walk out. And I, I went over to him. He was sitting there ready to go, and I said, hey, uh, Coach, how you doing? Joe Conklin. I'm the guy that imitates you on the radio. I know who you are. I know who you are. <laughs> you got that freaking part down pretty good, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> and we, we – uh, we milked the hell out of frickin'. We had right. Steve Fredericks. I'll do friends. Steve-O here. Welcome to frickin' Eagle Talk. We got a lot of frickin' guests here. <laughs> How about Bobby Clark? <laughs> yeah, Clark, he's a different speed, of course. You know, you just got to slow down and... Uh, you know, I don't know what all the rush is here, you know. <laughs> you got to slow it down. We're from Canada and we take our time. Uh, but, of course... Uh, it's funny. Clarky and Perrant were the first... Uh, imitations that I did when I I was first time I got on stage was in seventh grade at St. Helena's at the Catholic Charities Appeal fundraiser show. Nice. Yeah, Catholic Your first Charities stand-up appeal. gig. That's my first stand-up gig. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't get paid for that one. Right. I don't know where that misinformation. You had your Bernie down when you in seventh grade. I was grade? doing Bernie Perron. Flyers won the cup. They were just won the cup, and I was doing. Bernie Perron, come bank at Bernie's Bank, Industrial Valley Bank at oh, Bernie's Bank. Oh, he brought the house down. Yeah. And, yeah <laughs> well, I did. Uh, and then Bobby Clark was, hi, I'm Bobby Clark. I'm a pretty lucky diabetic. <laughs> <laughs> but six-year-old Karen Caruso is not so lucky. We need you to send money now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, what did, what did AI, like, because you had to do, have done AI in front of AI at the Sports Writers Banquet, right? Yeah, I did him uh, one time. He was laughing. He was laughing. Well, I, I love that you say that the sports writers banquet is your Super Bowl because y- you see Joe running uh, along the. There's a, it's a huge dais. I mean, they have you know probably about thirty people on the dais. It's huge, and Joe before he goes on is running back and forth, taking notes and like asking permission. And and I know like <laughs> a- Andy Reid usually oh, yeah. is there. Oh yeah, that's too. what I was gonna say. Well, he couldn't have been happy with you. I was flagged from that one too for. Uh, look, most banquets, I did get asked not to come back at least once, but <laughs> I got flagged from uh, Philadelphia sports writers. Yeah, for at least a year or two because of the no. Reed the stuff? the Eagles said if he's there, we're not going. We're, we're not coming because I crushed Reed so bad. <sighs> uh, you know, I, I don't know. Three fat jokes are fine. Eleven's too many. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's give you a little Andy Reid. <laughs> All right, uh, <clears throat> we rolling here. <clears throat> All right, we just had him in jeopardy this week. All right, start off with the categories. Uh, coaches without morality. <laughs> players <laughs> players with criminal records. Coaches without morality. Time's yours. Uh, 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 what was the other one? Oh, br- breaded, fried, fried breaded foods. <laughs> and, uh, and, and time's yours. <clears throat> you, you uh, I love the fact that you, you – uh, you loved the Philadelphia media when you were growing up. So I used to love when you would do the Bill Campbell and Stan Hockman, you know, those two guys. I mean. That is fun. You know, we had it all here as a kid. Honestly, yeah. I always thought that, you know, and I, you know, people say, oh, why didn't you ever go national and why did you stay local? I mean, a bird in the hand is worth mm. two in the bush. I was always working. There was, you know, and I had a family. I didn't move. Whatever. There's a, probably, that's the biggest reason. I was getting paid. I had a job. I didn't really have the courage to leave it all and throw Frank it all away. Frank Caliendo, uh, yeah, whatever. Caliendo's what better than me anyway. But anyway, um, but man, to make it in Philly was like it as a kid. We had John Facenda on John, the news. Right. Do you do John? John? Fas- I've never heard you do John Facenda. The autumn wind is a pirate blustering in from sea. <laughs> a rollicking song, it sweeps along. 
swaggering boisterously. Wow. <laughs> Tremendous. Yeah, yeah. Come on, give it up for that one. If, if I those mean, of you who are old enough to remember John Facenda. We had John Facenda, uh, Bill Campbell, who everybody in my house imitated. Oh, are you kidding me? Oh, my. Oh, man, can you believe that? Oh, my. And have a Stan Hoffman. The 76ers are coming down. So Jojo White and Henry Bibby are about to go to Fish City. Oh, my. Can you believe it? <laughs> and then Stan. Look at Dr. That's a brilliant Dr. J with a slam dunk. I wonder what the temperature is up there. <laughs> <laughs> we had Bill Campbell, John Facenda, Harry Callis. Uh, Harry well, Callis. Stan, you didn't do Stan Hockman. Stan Hockman, of course, on the sportscast. I don't know when he came. He They put him on the radio, and he's got to be like instant. I got him right away. He's an easy guy to do. And they would, they had me doing the weather, <laughs> making things up for me to do in Stan's voice. And we had Bill and Stan's Meat Market and uh, Bill and Stan Adventures. Oh, restaurant reviews. Gloria and I took a road trip to Lancaster County. <laughs> it was a place where you had to kill your own food. So I grabbed my shotgun and Gloria put a hunting boots on. <laughs> I got stuck up in a tree. <laughs> no, for dessert, we had to go pick our own pears. <laughs> so then what happens, like, the Eagles hire, hire Nick Sirianni, right? Oh, and, yeah. like, and sometimes people don't have the voice that you can do, but they have the style. Well, right? he's, he's actually given yeah. him a, uh, t- this week he gave it. Remember, right? He's got all this energy. You know, I don't know what he's going to say yet, but look at these guys. They love each other. You know, that, I, I got a feeling that's, that's going right? to wear thing. That's harder, right? Of course, but the voice isn't there yet, but at least he's given me something. He's given some energy. He's kind of like Dick Vitale. Now, with, have, it, with, uh, have you done Girardi yet? He's got, not really. He's got, uh, he's a Midwestern. He's from uh, Chicago. You know, he's a very good speaker, Dick, but um, I don't know. He hasn't given me any words yet to say. He hasn't really launched Sh- out. Chip Remember Kelly him? had a style that you kind of took off on. Like, I don't know how the voice was there. It's, it's kind of like uh, everything he said real fast, jumps out, and then he would end up, and he just said real fast, going to kind of get his point out, and then he would say, so. <laughs> Everything's about the sleep. I don't know. We're going to run a lot of plays. I don't know if you like plays. I like a lot of plays. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We, we got to go into the uh, – what year was this? 2013? When the, what are you talking about? The Mets, the Mets and the Royals. <laughs> oh, that one. Right? So it's, uh, if I got this right, stop. I go up to uh, this World Series. I bring Joe Conklin, Matt Cord, who we've had here as the announcer in the swimming, the Sixers PA announcer. He's and we announced the swim meet. He announced the swim meet in our big swim Christ, meet. How yes. hard up is he? He called yeah. my daughter the process. <laughs> the process. Right. Charlotte, on, Charlotte the process. Right. Charlotte the process. So it You're was going to Matt Cordor swimming up at Manufactured. <laughs> you believe it? <laughs> so we go up there. It's a World Series, Game Six, and I think the Mets are down three to two, right? Games, so, games. In right? games, yeah. So it's a clinching game for for, for the Royals. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. potentially for the Royals. We are way up in the upper deck, way up there, four of us. And we're sitting next to these four guys that are head-to-toe in Mets gear, and they are diehard Mets fans. I mean, diehard. We're not wearing any Mets gear, obviously. We're sitting down the whole game, and the one guy looks at us in the second inning and says, what, you, what are you guys? Are you guys rooting for the Royals? And we're looking at him like, no, we're just uh, – uh, we're out for a walk. <laughs> we're out for a walk. We, I don't even know what we said. We didn't want to say Phillies fans. Yeah, we didn't want to say Phillies. We just we're, said, no, we're just here. Base, we're baseball fans. So they're looking at us with disgust. And again, the Mets are up one nothing. Matt, I don't know if anybody remembers this game. Matt Harvey is pitching a gem, right? 
So Matt Harvey gets through eight innings. Again, we're just sitting down watching. These guys are going nuts. And the fans are going nuts for Matt Harvey to come out in the ninth inning. Well, Matt Harvey comes out. Now they're going really nuts. He's going to complete the game. Well, next thing you know, the game unfolds poorly for the Mets. Uh, I think there was a walk, and Lucas Duda overthrows the ball. Some guy ties the game, and then some guy gets a hit. Game-winning run comes in. The guy, Joe is sitting next to the four Mets fans. So Joe is the closest one to him. Joe's got the the Jeff hat on, right? The little Jeff hat on. Yeah, yeah. And and so the one guy when the when the t- uh, run scored, the guy's kicking his chair, he's punching the chair, he's screaming, he's, he's banging, his own seat. he's like screaming, he's like, he's like next bulging, going completely nuts, and he and he looks over at Joe with disgust, like he wants to like take it out on Joe, and Joe looks at him <laughs> with real innocently, says. What happened, fella? <laughs> Which is probably the worst thing you could ever say to somebody who's going completely nuts. He's losing his. He goes, "What happened? What happened? Did you just ask me what happened? Did you did you not see what's going on out there? Did you just really ask me what happened?" Right? And I said, "I said, Joe, we got to get out of here before we get our you know, butts kicked here." So, do you yeah, just like good. messing with people? Like, like, uh, I, yeah, I was. A- I'm a born wise ass, of yeah. course. I think we all are, aren't we? I, 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 but like, if you did, <laughs> back to the, back to the bathroom. Let's yeah, say pot. back to the bathroom. If John, if John's not with you, and you just go into the urinal, I mean, will you That's just my, start, own, my own entertainment? Yeah, my, you can have some fun. <laughs> you, what do you mean the bathroom? Is story? it weird yeah. for me? I'll, I'm, I've never said this. To, <laughs> I'll be in the bathroom in about a half an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I want to see what you do. You should charge. No, no. Charge, <laughs> charge admission. I, I wasn't gonna say. I was gonna say. Dude, the, shine my shoes. <laughs> I just I, want my shoe shine. I'm not going to say bathroom. I don't need – I, I when ahead. I'm in the car, is it weird for me to break out into, like, Dave Zinkoff and Harry Callis' voice? Do you, like, when you're driving, do you oh, break out into stuff? Yeah, you singing, you know, all right. voices. John, do you ever – like, when you're driving, I mean, you probably sing along with radio, but do you ever do uh, impersonations in no, traffic? No, no. Uh, Meetings at mass. <laughs> yeah, wherever. Now, walking down the street's weird. You ever, you ever do that? Laugh your ass off at yourself walking down the street? <laughs> just think of, think of something funny? And like not stifle it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just laugh. Now, yeah. now, Joe, do you do any sneeze too while you're at yeah, it? Do you, sure. do you do any impressions of any members here at manufacturing? I don't believe so. I I, I don't know anybody. The guy here. to the, you're right. I I the guy to your right. I wouldn't be allowed in here. Uh, uh, John Brazier, John Brazier. It's great to see you, manufacturer. I play. Uh, it's not pickleball. It's kind of like a. It's kind of. It's not handball. It's, it's like tennis, but it's not, It's like in a cage, right? You can kind of play the bank all the same. Like a lot of people. I don't know. Uh, 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 scale of one to ten. Uh, ten being the highest. I don't know if. if uh, <laughs> it's now, like the University of Virginia. Now, he said that's also his Howie Roseman and his Kevin Stocker. It's my Kevin Stocker. Now, now I've never yeah, heard your it. Kevin Stocker. So Kevin said, "Well, you just heard it." <laughs> right. right. <laughs> Hey Joe, so how, play pickleball, Joe how, how great it is that Dan Baker is back for his fifty. Uh, he's Dan's very tight. It would have been his fiftieth year. He he kind of missed last year, so he's saying not fifty. I think it's his fiftieth. But to have Dan Baker, he's another one that you know. Well, Tom, I don't know if uh, you've had him on the program, but he's a good friend of John and and the Phillies. I've heard him on the Bulls program. Dan, is he? Is there a nicer guy? He's around? the nicest guy, <laughs> and yeah. well dressed. Yeah, very dapper. The you nicest guy. Just want to go up to Dan and mess something up, mess his hair <laughs> up, tassel his hair. Yeah, give him the Bill Bill Campbell treatment. Ray, what's going with you, Dan? <laughs> what the hell? Why are you look so good all the time? I want to kick some mud on you. Now batting for the Phillies, Bill Campbell is out of control. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we. How can we have a program? Well, there are two. We've 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 
By the way, let me. I got a quick Bill Campbell for you. Go ahead. Bill was the greatest. But so Bill, um, when I started doing Bill, he didn't like it either, and uh, I I was doing him a lot on WIP. He he was doing the afternoons. I think he would come in on the weekend. He wasn't doing every day afternoons, but he was still doing swing shifts. So he's in there one day. So Morgani comes up to me and says, "You know, Bill Campbell's really pissed at you." I said, "You kidding me? Oh yeah, he don't like it at all." I said, "Oh my god!" So he wanders in to do some productions and commercials or something. I went over. I introduced him. He said. Hey Bill, how you doing? Joe Conklin. Oh, I, I, I hope I heard you might be upset with the voice. Oh, I'm not upset at all, Joe. I'm not upset at all. My daughter's upset. She's an attorney. <laughs> but, but eventually, he warmed. He up. came around. Absolutely. He came around. You wore him down. And Harry Gamble lived right across the street from him in Haddonfield, and I think Harry used to tease him. He was laughing at. And I used to do Harry too. Honest to God, I don't listen to WIP. Uh, anyway, Bill and I became friends. He would invite me to lunch at Hav- uh, Tavistock, and uh, I would come over all the time, you know. And uh, he, I was there. We went out to this restaurant called Olive on uh, Evesham Road over in Cherry Hill. We had uh, it kept growing because we had three people, four people. Anyway, we kept, Angelo gave a ticket away on the air. I want to go to that, that dinner. Anyway, so it's, it's Bill Campbell. It's a hot day. He just golfed earlier. It's about six, seven o'clock. It's my brother. John's there. My brother, Jim, Bill Campbell. He's sweating. He's coming in. We're sitting down. Oh, well, it's really hot out there. Huh? I, I just took a shower, threw the wig on and uh, we're like, oh, my God, he's acknowledging his toupee. <laughs> and then he turns to my brother, Johnny, he goes, oh, yeah, I got the wig. You know, the wig's a pain in the ass, John. Do you ever wear a wig, John? <laughs> <laughs> we're on the floor. This is Bill Campbell. Yeah. <laughs> you hit it head on. You got to love it. What, is, what does Meryl think of your Meryl, impression? That's what we I haven't, was we haven't say. said Meryl Reese. That was the one I was thinking of, John. I, I was waiting for you to at least acknowledge me. I mean, I, I know that I, I stopped dyeing my hair, and people don't recognize me anymore, but thank Thank you for, for acknowledging me, Tom. You're quite a gentleman. Uh, Merrill, uh, you know, what do you want to know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, and to me, it's... Merrill, I was doing the uh, MC yeah. the, the Gene Hart outing with him one time. And I was going to say, Gene Hart and Merrill Reed. I didn't know if yeah. you thought Gene Hart. I only Hart do enough. one line of Gene Hart. Okay. It's in front. They poke at it. They poke at it. I can't really do them. Hold, hold, still hold. Shitty. They're playing very shitty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Merrill's, I've I've never I've never shared a microphone. Uh, 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 I I've never worked a a a job with Joe Conklin, and I'm not sure if I'm doing it right now. <laughs> but Merrill's the best. I mean, what a recognizable voice. Here we are, Merrill Race. Here, Mike Quick, Mike Quick, Merrill Race. I'm the voice of the Eagles. Merrill Merrill Race, voice of. The, I just like saying that. That's kind of <laughs> nice. Merrill Race, voice of. Jesus Christ, I'm the voice of the Eagles. I'm only four feet tall, but I got a big bad voice. <laughs> Now about Harry. Harry, did you? I'm sure you well, did many times in front of Harry. Sure, Harry's great. What do you want? What do you want? I don't know. Say? I just want you to do Harry. You I guess. do here, my John Brazier. What a you, you got to think that Harry the K is rolling over in his grave, <laughs> listening to the likes of John Brazier on the radio. <laughs> but a respected country club in the Delaware Valley. What is happening to the game? Yeah, he's rolling over all right. Line drive, base hit, going all the way into the corner. Mickey Morandini rounding second. He's being waved around. Oh, he's going to try to score. Here comes the throw, safe at home plate. 
Anyway. <laughs> oh, no, I, I love it. All right, we're ready for the quiz. Yeah, let's do it. Wait, before we get to the quiz, we do have a quiz. We give each of our contestants or guests, they become contestants. We give them a quiz, eight questions. It's all about their life. Uh, But before we do that, since I just mentioned (laughs) life. Eight questions. Eight questions. questions. They're multiple choice, Joe. Uh, I was hoping for ten. The one thing we didn't get was just a little It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Have a <coughs> Wait, can I, and before you do, what do you want, Mary? Do you want the moon? Yeah. Do you want the moon, Mary? I'll throw a lasso up there and go, Row! <laughs> What I, about I, when Clarence gets his sarsaparilla? I was, I was Nick, one of those. And Nick the, oh. I think I'll have a, uh, let's have a, a, a just a, a beer. Okay, George, what I'd like to have is uh, a sarsaparilla. Uh, no, 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 no. Put a little whipped cream and uh, a flame and, and uh, a flaming sarsaparilla, all right, and be off with you. All right, you two pixies. <laughs> we sell hard drinks here for people who want to get drunk fast. <laughs> and we don't have time for anybody doing pixies. Either out you go, either through the window or out the door. Now, you oh, did wait, a whole wait, show. Wait, 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 wait a minute, Nick. Oh, well, that's, this is my friend. That's another thing. Where do you get off calling me Nick? You you don't know me from Adam's off. <laughs> Joe, I got to tell you, I, I saw uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I, I was one of those guys who I didn't see it when I was a kid or my job. I yeah. literally saw it like in my 40s, you know, yeah. and you did that uh, like the week after I saw it for the first time. And you did like the whole show, right? You yeah. did like, it was like this long bit on WIP and I'm, I'm crying, running, you know, <laughs> driving down the road because, like, I just saw this movie and you just nailed it. You, you Thank nailed you. it. Thank you. Yeah, we did uh, the Donovan McNabb when he got uh, he got hurt and came back. We did a whole saga with the different casting. And Is whatever. that what it was? Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> it was a three part. It was an eight part. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> It should right. be on Netflix. Tom, what is the uh, bar? Eight questions. How many should he get to he's, win? He's got to get, uh, well, six of eight, and he gets he wins a Green Hornet. Green Hornet. <laughs> yes. Right. And can you explain the Green Hornet? Green the Green Hornet. Hornet is a beer that's made especially for Manufacturers yep. Country Club. By Concha uh, Brewing Company. By Concha Hockey <coughs> Brewing nice. Company. So Glenn Mack now. Glenn Mack now gets a plug in every show. We'll just call him, and you get a four-pack. Nice. Does that sound good? Right, give me one now. <laughs> oh, oh, you got to win it. Okay. Yeah, you got to get six of eight. So, and that's an sorry. FCC violation, Joe. Come on. You ready? So eight questions <laughs> all about your life. I'm the scorekeeper. All about your life. <clears throat> you should get this. Okay. Uh, you mentioned that you went to Cardinal Doherty, right? Which of these notable people Thank you. did not go to Cardinal Doherty? Okay? Oh, okay. So three went to Cardinal Doherty. One did not. Uh, number one, if I can read my own writing. Corporal Michael Crescenz, who's a U.S. Army Medal of Honor award winner. Charles Nelson Riley from Match Game 76. <laughs> we have a winner. We have a winner. Cardinal Docker. Do, do, do I have to name the other Cardinal two? Cardinal James Docker. You know, Lass- you'll never believe this. You will never. I worked with Charles Nelson you Riley. Did not. I was a senior in high school. Really? It was my first. It was one of the first times I was on. I had come up from senior week. <laughs> Go and, ahead. And, uh, and it was me. It was me, Chuck. <laughs> and Brett Summers. Gorilla Monsoon. <laughs> Brett Summers what? was in there. Uh, Charles Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, 
Oh, Charles Nelson. No, no, I'm thinking Rip Taylor. It was Rip Taylor. <laughs> Rip Taylor, Rip Taylor. Rip Taylor was Charles Nelson yeah. Raleigh's the one who wore the ascot yes. on Match Game 76. Yes. Sat right next to yes. Brett Summers. But yeah. what, what, Brett what, Summers. Who the, yeah, she what did she, I don't know who she was, but what did she ever do? <laughs> Match like Game. My, that was what it. your neighbor what on the show? What did Charles Nelson Riley ever do? He did something. Uh, how yeah. was it that after senior week, you're with Rip Taylor, though? What, what was that all about? <laughs> like, what? We're in the bathroom. I got his phone number. <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, All right. So, that, you, so you got that. One. You got that right. I didn't yeah. even have to mention Carl Lowry, <laughs> Kyle Lowry, or Seamus McCaffrey. Or so Gino Mobley. Uh. All right. Uh, <laughs> you also uh. went to Temple. Which of these people Ooh. is not a Temple grad? Okay. okay. John Oates from Hall and Oates. Uh, Diplo, who's an EDM, electronic dance music DJ and songwriter. Jesus Bob Saget, actor and comedian, and Jaleel White. Who is Urkel on Family Matters? I gotta go with Urkel. I would have heard, <laughs> Urkel didn't I go to Temple. Urkel did not go to Temple. You are two for two. Two for two. two. Yeah. What's the degree of difficulty? Yes. Uh, like, it, it might get a little harder. Might get a little harder. In t- 2020, I didn't even know this guy was alive, uh, but in 2020, Rich Little. You had to have been a Rich Little fan. I did. I, went, I saw him when I was 16 years old. My parents took me to the Is Valley that, Forge Music. The Valley Forge. It was a tremendous. big treat. Yeah, it was a big treat. In the treat. round? Yeah. How great was yeah, it? Yeah, it was great. It was, uh, yeah. it was awesome. Yeah. I, he was kind of like the guy who, you know, uh, I, I guess I looked up to him. He was my. He was the only one doing it. But, well, he actually, John Briner, maybe later. John Briner. But, yeah, yeah. but Rich Little was the guy was the who, who, who – we all knew. Anyway. All right. In yeah. 2020, Rich Little developed a one-man show. I saw it. Uh, based About on history? a late president. Okay. It was all around a one late president. Was it Richard Nixon, John F. Kennedy, Gerald Ford, or LBJ? I will not accept and will not seek, nor will I accept the nomination for you. No, it wasn't Johnson. It wasn't Kennedy. It was Nixon, I guess. It was Nixon, yes. Yeah. All right. Three yeah. for three. All right. Al Morgani, did you know that he has a hockey card, an official hockey card? Uh, that was made by Star Picks. Uh, what is unique about his outfit? And I have the picture on my phone. I'll show it to you afterwards. Was he wearing a bow tie? Was he wearing a headband? Was he wearing suspenders? Or is, was he wearing a turtleneck? Well, he used to... I saw a picture of him with suspenders. I know that. But what, he's got a hockey card. Hockey card, and he's, he's wearing... What was he playing for? I think it was, player, like a, right? it, was a, it was a goof hockey card that he was a media type <clears> thing. But it was an actual hockey card. All right, well... Um, bow tie, headband, suspenders. I or saw him that? wearing suspenders once, but I'm going to go with bow tie. You should have gone with your first instance uh, suspenders. Ooh, all right. right. Yeah. There's one wrong. All right. Yeah, so the, yeah, it was a fake car. They just took a picture. Fake I card. saw that picture. All right, you are from, you, you hail from Alney, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so Alney was originally settled. Schwartzwald in. By which ethnic Americans? Was it? Germans. Uh, there you go. You didn't Bang. even need the. Uh, Schwartzwald. Right. Bang. <laughs> All right, this gets a little harder. In the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, how much money did Uncle Billy lose? Okay, was it 18000 4000 8000 or 20000 Wow. Give me that, give me yeah, that again. Was, well, I screwed it up, so i got to remember what it was. I thought it was ten grand. but 18000 18000 8000 10000 or 20000 Was ten one of them? Yes. I thought it You know, eight sounds better, actually. You, 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 but, you, want, you can go with the crowd if you want. Like, like, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, 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 call a friend? F- yeah, phone yeah. a friend? Phone a friend. <clears throat> Eight sounds right, actually. I thought it was ten. but Eight I think is it, correct. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. audience, I think, helped on that one. 
All right, we'll give it All to right. you, then, Joe. You should know hey, this. Uncle Billy, what's this one for? Scandal and larceny and <laughs> jail time. <laughs> All right. I know everybody you know. I know <laughs> Uncle Billy. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> two, two more. He's been in asylum ever since he lost his business. <laughs> mother, mother. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, two more. How many points did AI have in his entire NBA career? Okay. Did he ever stop anybody on defense? Just wondering. <laughs> right. uh, a, 18,946. Oh, career points. Yeah, career, career points. points. 18,946. B, 35,619. C, 24,368. Or 45,142. So basically 18, 35, 24, or 45. I have no concept. I got this right, actually. You want to help from the oh, audience? Good. Sure. Nope. Are any of these guys working? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you people have homes? <laughs> uh, I, a shot in the dark. I don't know, 24? 24 Bang. is correct. Wow. 24. Yeah, because Doc, Doc oh. was like 30, uh, you know. Uh, For some reason, that, that doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah. I mean, home run, if you, I know he has zero home runs. Zero I, home I would runs. guess that. Schmidt was 540. Total points. I just I, don't have a con- – I, I did that leader? question so you could do AI, and you didn't even do AI. <laughs> I know, right, question. exactly. We were, that was a lead-in. That was a lead-in. 24,000 um, – Eight points of dollars, because I'd rather have the dollars in this one. I'm, I'm, fl- I'm, I'm flat ass Yeah, you're broke, broke Al. I'm flat ass broke. <laughs> Last question. Last question. I, I think you've already qualified. You, you have qualified for the uh, Green Hornet. Yes. What was the name of Bernie Perrant's 45-foot yacht that he used to own? Okay. And, it's a wild one back by the crest behind Yuri's fish fry. Come down to the boat. <laughs> was, it, was it the Broad Street Bernie... Was it Sol le Seigneur sauve plus, which means only the Lord saves more, or the puck stops here, or the French connection? I would say the French one. No. <laughs> the French, it's French the French connection. connection. No, no, no. The I threw you off stuff. with the French one. No, it's not that oh, French one. The French connection? No. Okay. Yeah, it's the French connection. That, that was Gilles Perrault, wasn't it? We love Bernie. Uh, John and I did a golf outing once. I'm getting ready to tee off, and Bernie was stationed at this one hole. He was going to uh, just you know, get a picture with Bernie when well, he sure. came through. And I'm getting ready. I'm over the uh, ball, and just like you know, uh, Rodney, uh, John yells at me. He goes, hey, Tom, what was uh, Bernie Perrant's <laughs> Childhood hero. <laughs> now, out of the blue, he asked Jacques me Jacques Plant. Jacques Plant. Yes. yes. And I, I go. Jacques, I'm sorry. Jacques Singular. Plant. Yeah, Jacques Plant. Plant, yeah. yeah. And uh, Bernie. Jacques Plant. If, if Bert, it blows his mind. And he goes, that's so good, Tom. I can't believe you got it. He goes, now, can you name my last girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> It's like, we love that guy. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Joe, I think, thanks for coming. I mean, this has been great. The folks here at Manufacturers, I know, loved uh, seeing Joe Conklin tonight. Yeah, really awesome. Really awesome. So, uh, you're going to get down to the ballpark? Yeah. Good. Yeah. Am I allowed down? I think. We're we're gonna... they, they revoked all our passes. So <laughs> that's just mine. <laughs> we'll get you in. We'll, 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 get we'll you put in. you in a hazmat suit, and <laughs> yeah. then you can come down. Pretend but, no, to be Dan Baker. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, please let this man, this bald fellow, into the ballpark. He has no explosives. <laughs> Thank you and enjoy the ball game. All right, that's perfect. 
Hey, with that, thanks again, Joe. John, this has been a classic. Great. We have to do it again. We got to come back to manufacturers. Some place less classy next time. Yeah, you think? Somewhere. I'm actually wearing a blazer. I got one just to do the show. Yeah, you look good. I was good. They put a jacket on me so I could sit here. All right, guys. Thanks again for having us, everybody. And we will see you next time on Phillies Backstage.